0: Welcome to the Writer at Work podcast. I'm your host, Kit Boyer, and not with me today is your other host for the podcast, Miss Catherine M.H. Because this is April, Poetry Month, and I'm the uh, resident expert here at Writer at Work for Poetry, um, I'm going to be doing all of these by myself this time. You can look forward to next Monday, an episode from both of us, though. Today is our final mini episode for April, and we're going to be talking about villanelles. We're going to read the poem Lullaby in Fractown. We're going to talk about what that poem means. I'm actually going to walk you through how to write a villanelle. Uh, It's not as difficult as you might think. And then I'm going to read a poem that I've written. It's a villanelle as well. So today is form day. Woohoo! So let's get right into it. I do not know how to pronounce the uh, the poet's name, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> um, so here it is, Lullaby in Fractown by Lilace Melin Guignard. Child, when you're sad, put on your blue shoes. You know that mama loves you lollipops and daddy still has a job to lose. So put on a party hat, we'll play the kazoos, loud and louder from the mountaintop. Child, when you're sad, put on your blue shoes And dance the polka with pink kangaroos Dolphin choir singing flip-flop, flip-flop Hey, daddy still has a job to lose Don't be afraid, close your eyes, snooze Because today our suns have flared and dropped Tomorrow when you wake, put on your blue shoes Eat a good breakfast, be good in school Good boys go to college, goody gumdrops So someday, too, you'll have a job to lose Waste trucks clatter by as the gray bird coos. Flames pour forth when the faucet's unstopped. Child, when you're sad, put on your blue shoes. For now, daddy still has a job to lose. So just a quick background on the author. She lives in rural Pennsylvania, which is like where I'm from in upstate New York, a place that doesn't have a lot of industry anymore, but that has things like mining, forestry, and now also fracking. I know several people who have sold or leased their land that used to be farmland or forest to companies that want to frack there. Um, So this is an environmental poem as well. Um, And it can be about how when you're in a poor town, you're not giving the future of the environment any thought. You're focused on getting your kids grown, keeping your job, and kind of hoping to be able to forget and ignore some of those longer term problems. Like, if you're living hand-to-mouth, you probably don't have the luxury of thinking about how to plan for your grandchildren's environmental future, you know? Um, Other meanings behind this poem. uh, It's a picture of life in a poor town, with the dad working, luckily, and the mom talking to the son. The water catches fire, meaning it's undrinkable. The colors of the town feel drab, a gray bird. But the love she has for her son is colorful, gumdrops and lollipops. And the hope she has for him and wants him to rely on is colorful, the blue shoes. And ultimately, this is the hope and admission of a mother to her son. She's talking to her son and saying that he should look to hope when he's sad. If we look at the blue suede shoes from the Carl Perkins song and the reference to blue shoes here, we can interpret them as representing hope. The thing you guard with everything you've got. The thing you'd give up everything for the only thing you must keep close and safe in the song blue suede shoes the speaker says you can knock me down step in my face slander my name burn my house steal my car drink my liquor but uh honey lay off my shoes the poem calls on the helplessness working class parents can feel when wishing for a better future for their kids the speaker wants her son to get out of Fracktown. she wants him to study hard and go to college The dad still has a job to lose, and that's the nicest thing she says about it. So that means, to me, it's not much, it's not good, but at least he has one, at least we can pay some of the bills. Now we're going to talk about the form. This is a villanelle. That means it has two important lines that rhyme, a total of five stanzas, where the first and third line of each stanza rhyme, and the second line of every stanza rhymes with the other second lines of every stanza. And the third lines alternate between those two important first lines um, that you that were created before. <laughs> and f- the final stanza has four lines with the first line rhyming with the important lines, the second line rhyming with all the other second lines, and the third and fourth lines, um, just a repetition of those two important lines from the beginning, but with a twist or a punch usually. So I'll give you a visual below, like a link with a visual below, Um, but I'm going to walk you through this, okay? So make sure you have a piece of paper and something to write with. And I'm going to, I'm going to teach you really quickly how to write a villanelle. It's, it's not going to take very long and it's easier than you think. All right, so you have your paper, okay? The first thing I want you to do is write down two powerful feeling lines that rhyme. And I want you to make sure that they can be interpreted in different ways or are written with homophones uh homophones are words that sound the same but have different meanings and that is going to allow you to create more depth in your poem all right i'm going to pretend that you've done that now in the left margin of the of the paper write the following okay on the first line write a1 now go to the next line write b on the third line write a2 the fourth line leave blank the next line write a next line, B, next line, A1, then you leave a blank line, then A, then B, then A2, leave a blank line, A, B, A1, leave a blank, A, B, A2, blank, A, B, A1, A2. Okay, I hope you were able to follow along with that. After every A1 line, write that first powerful line you created. And on every A2 line, write the second powerful line you made. Now your poem is going to be like halfway done once you finish that. The next step is deciding what you're going to write for your first B line, keeping in mind that it should probably do something to tie together your A1 and A2 ideas. And keep in mind that you want it to end with a word you can rhyme all the way down the poem. Because every stanza has a B line, right? And that B line should rhyme with all the other B lines. The final thing you need to do is fill in the rest of your poem. Just write lines that make sense, that tell a story, or create a picture, or convey the theme that you're going for, or whatever. Every B line should rhyme with every other B line. Every A line should rhyme with all the other A lines, including your A1 and A2 lines. And that's it. That's all there is to a villanelle. It's super easy. It's really rewarding, and it's super fast to write. All right. So now I'm going to read a villanelle that I've written. I'm going to give you a little bit of context about it. Um, I wrote this thinking about how my friends and I in the military were just kids, and how the people sending us out were mostly rich and old and powerful, and if we're going to get into it, male and white and how our parents and the other adults were made to believe we would be going out there to do something good for America. And we believed that too, that's what we were told. Um, and then how we came back kind of messed up, many of us uh, having done something different from what most of us thought we would end up doing. And this poem is called Carthage. Um, that there's a meaning behind the title of the poem as well, and you can look it up. But here's the poem. Carthage Rain pulls the skies down Back-flung heads throwing water ablute this dusty desert ground We wandered town to shantytown Chains weaving out from our collars Rain pulled the skies down We prayed for rest and we found Playing soaked our sons and daughters abluted this dusty desert ground We sold them all to the crown, knowing they were meant for slaughter. Rain pulled the skies down. And our children, trapped and bound, sent out naked, used for fodder, abluted this dusty desert ground. The few returned make no sound, having been laid upon the altar. Rain pulls the skies down, ablutes this dusty desert ground. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to follow us on social, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle Writer at Work Pod. You can support the podcast on Patreon. And you can sign up for our newsletter or read our blogs on our website, writeratworkpodcast.com. All those links are down below. Stay safe out there, and good luck.